Welcome to episode 88 of The Roger Snipes Show. Now it's the Q&A, you ask the questions, I write them down and take a few, you take the class or lessons. We cover topics like holistic health to reach your peak, different diets like be keto or just eating meat. But the concept is to educate from what I've learned, authentic view so you can levitate my soul concern. Yep. The tools yep. and help that also you can use, emotional intelligence about improving you. Yo, what's going on guys? Hope all is blessed and everybody is great. So today is it's basically going to be a, a Q&A, as you heard from the intro. <laughs> so I put out a, uh, a post asking people to send me some questions which I can answer for them. Because sometimes on posts, I just don't have the time to answer people's questions. So I said, look, just throw me your questions and I will answer them on a podcast. Um, Okay, so what I've done is I've literally copied and pasted the questions and some of the people who have submitted the questions are not English native speaking. So I may have to rephrase them as I'm reading them because, yeah, you might not understand what the question is, or or I might not even understand. But before I get started, there's a few mentions which I'd like to say, a few sponsors or endorsements or however you want to put it. So I've been using a a device called SixPad, which is a EMS, which stands for Electrical Muscle Stimulation. If you've not used one before, they are pretty cool. I used to use one when I was about 16, about 16 years old. I remember when I was at school, I was using it. And also in my early 20s, um, this particular one, it uh, sits across your abdomen and also your obliques. And it sends a low 20 hertz frequency signal into your muscle that makes them contract and relax. Um, Just like regular exercise, like when you're doing crunches or leg raises, you know, the, 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 the currents actually imitate doing the exercise itself. Now, I wouldn't say this excuses you from doing... Uh, crunches uh, so that you can sit on a couch and eat crisps but <laughs> but I would say uh, it allows you to do crunches while you're engaged in other things like I wear the belt when I'm cycling so I can you know I can get these abs and the transverse muscle like engaged whilst I'm doing my cardio Uh, Sometimes I'll use it while I'm washing the dishes or while I'm cooking food or hoovering. It's really cool. Uh, So rather than me going to the gym and using equipment to train my abs, I can train it every day without having to do much of anything apart from put on the six pad EMS belt and let it go to work. Now it's a 23 minute program. Uh, with up to 20 power levels and uh, it has these highly conductive gel sheets which means maximum muscle contractions. Uh, I don't know if you've ever used it, I've got to say again, it feels a bit weird to start off with 
But then when you take it off, you really feel the soreness in your muscle. It's, it's really incredible. But anyhow, if you would like to grab yourself one of these belts, one of these six pad belts, what you need to do is visit eu.sixpad.com and use coupon code ROGER25 and get 25% off. So that website link again is eu.sixpad.com and use coupon code ROGER25 for 25% off. Another thing I'd like to mention is my book. <clears throat> so I've mentioned about my book before. It's a paperback book which is available on, on Amazon. Um, it's available also on Kindle and now it is available on Audible. So if you are like myself, are not a big book reader, but you do love to listen to audio books or listen to podcasts, then this could be an option for you. Um, so this book is an exercise, exercise and lifestyle book for anyone who wants a definitive and sustainable plan to transform their body and mindset. It takes you through my childhood upbringing so you can get into the insight on where I came from. It also gives you the method in which I've learned over the accumulative years, which has helped me sustain a healthy, strong, lean physique with the biohacks I recommend for longevity. The building block on the body is not just amino acids, it's the mind. This is my version of a complete guide to unlock your true potential and working towards greatness. So visit Amazon and search Your Mind Builds Your Body and order now. Remember, it is available on a Kindle and it is a paperback. And you can also visit Audible and get your copy today. One more thing I'd like to mention is something called Lumen. I think I might have spoken about it before. I've posted it on my IG stories many times showing people this device that is a metabolic reader. It actually measures your metabolism very accurately and it is called the Lumen. So Lumen uses a CO2 sensor and flow meter to determine the CO2 concentration in a single breath. Uh, this indicates the type of fuel your body is burning, i.e. carbohydrates or fats. I use this every morning just before uh, fasted cardio to check whether I'm in a fat burning or carb burning mode. It's so cool. All you need to do is just check the device and see which mode you are in. If you are in fat burning mode, then perhaps you might want to do cardio. If you have a lot of carbs in your body, then you might decide you want to do resistance training. This way you can make an informed decision based on your body's metabolism. So I check it at different times of the day. I'll check it in the morning to see where I'm at. Am I in fat burning or carb burning? Um, I'll check after training as well to see whether I am depleted and in fat burning or carb burning. Um, after meal times as well. 
And this just lets me know, okay, where am I? Am I fat burning or carb burning? Or am I in the middle? And it can help me to determine, all right, if I've been burning fat for way too long, then perhaps I need to up my calorie intake or my carbohydrates or vice versa. Now, if you want to learn more about this amazing device, then check out lumen.me. That is L-U-M-E-N dot M-E. And use coupon code SNIPES50 for 50 pounds off. All right. Okay. So <clears throat> let's go for the questions. Um, so as I said, these questions were sent uh, via Facebook. I didn't do this on Instagram. It was just on Facebook. So um, I do have a lot of international followers from there, which means that some of the English is going to be a little bit broken, but it's okay. We can work around it. <laughs> the first question is, how can I get healthy body without go to gym? How can I get healthy body without going to the gym? Well, you don't actually need to go to the gym to be healthy. Healthy actually, it starts from home. I remember when I first started getting into fitness, it was, all I had was just the understanding of putting the right foods together and training in my bedroom. Um, I'd also go for a jog around the park and I would be pretty creative with the tools that I would use to train with because I didn't have weights at the very beginning. I had maybe a rucksack and I would put toys in a rucksack and do squats. <laughs> Things like that. And um, I remember trying to curl a chair. Um, but you, you just, I don't know, you just, just be creative. You know, as long as you are moving, there's so many different things you can do now. So many different things, you know, from, it's like the amount of information you can get online, it's unreal. When I first started uh, training, I was saving up my pocket money to buy a magazine and I was only getting a pound a pound a week uh, on some weeks so it would be like once a month I could buy a magazine if I was lucky and that would be my holy grail you know I'd be getting all my exercises from that whereas now you got YouTube so if you really want to know what exercises to do at home you can look on YouTube there's probably thousands of different exercises you can find and um, as for foods you know, like being to the going to the gym has got nothing to do with the food that you eat. It's just uh, making healthier choices, keeping it away from uh, processed foods, keeping to single ingredient foods, and that's pretty much it. That's the main thing, in all fairness. How to gain weight without using protein powder? Just eat more food. <laughs> I don't, I've never known anyone to have protein powder to try and gain weight, like as, as the main way of gaining weight. If you want to put on weight, just eat more food. Protein powder doesn't even come into it. That's a bonus. So find out what your, your maintenance amount is. There's some apps out there where you can find out your maintenance amount and sort of calculate, all right, how much am I burning when I train? 
um, you might not have, if you don't have a device to read the amount of calories which you're burning, you can get like rough guidance online, how much calories you burn when you skip, when you run, when you lift weights, even when you go in a sauna, you can get a rough idea how much calories you are burning. Um, you can look into your your basal metabolic rate as well and piece everything together and just add an extra 150 calories on top of your maintenance amount and all the other stuff. So if you find out how much calories you're burning from everything that you're doing, basically you wanna at least eat that amount to maintain and a bit more. When you do that, you'll be in a surplus. And protein powder has got nothing to do with it, <laughs> okay? What is the most important vitamin for muscles? Um, damn. <laughs> most important vitamin. I think they've all got some kind of part to play. You know, they might work alongside each other one way or another. Um, that's a real tough one. I don't I don't think there's just one or even two. Hooey. I think vitamin D is is a pretty important one. Most people say that it, vitamin D is more like a hormone um, because it does affect your hormone. Like if you think about it when when it's winter time, they say, you know, people get winter blues or sad seasonal affective disorder. Um, and it's also like, um, it helps with the absorption of calcium. And obviously calcium being very important for bones and uh, teeth and many other things. Um, you can take it with phosphorus. When taken with phosphorus, uh, the, the benefits of that is more ATP. Um, and obviously ATP is very important when it comes to energy levels, training uh, effectively. Um, hmm, many things, many things. Vitamin C. Um, it's, it's a great antioxidant. If you're going to do any kind of physical training, you need to be able to recover well because training is going to emit some kind of free radicals. It's going to happen. You can't avoid it. You know, it's not just about training excessively. It's all about recovery. And vitamin C is good for your immune system, reducing oxidative stress. Um, yeah. <laughs> um oh man there's I, I don't know man there's 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 many just like if you you can go through the whole like mineral spectrum which is supposed to be in in water for instance there's 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 many trace elements which is really important and you're not really supposed to prioritize one over the other it's like they all have a part to play so yeah, I, you know, there's many people that are trying to find a single element for having the perfect body, but I would say have it all, you know, unless 
unless you have a, an overflow of something of some kind of mineral or a, a point where, where your body is not absorbing it and it's only causing issues like your microbiome um, is it's not efficient or you have too much of one particular type of bacteria which is just not allowing you to digest certain vitamins then I would suggest go for the whole spectrum you know don't don't concern yourself with all right I just want some for muscles you want to have optimal health optimal health will have a, a, a knock-on effect of having a better body you'll be able to function better and you'll be able to get your muscles you know like people who just focus on protein for muscles they're not really thinking of the bigger picture so yeah i'm just going to eat lots of protein yeah you can have a good amount of protein for the muscles but you still need to have healthy essential fats as well and you know to help with efficient energy you want to have some carbohydrates as well ideally you do have some people who go keto um i would say keto is cool for a, a short period uh, personally i don't think that's long term but anyway uh branching off slightly yeah in terms of vitamins for for muscles i would say yeah don't don't try and single some out i think they all play a key role i think things like uh vitamin b3 uh, niacin i've heard is good uh, iron is is very important obviously for hemoglobin red blood cells potassium um and you know you want to have a good balance between potassium and sodium or salt as people call it um yeah yeah i could go on with this one but i would i would say just try and keep a balance of everything does your personal life affect your workouts plan gym time how do you manage to stay active in the gym and maintain that physique well when it comes to fitness that's priority over everything not that everything gets neglected but one of the things I do is I wake up early to make sure that everything else in my day doesn't get affected. So I wake up 3.30 in the morning, I'll do red light therapy, I'll have a little bit of a prayer and I'll read my, my gratitude. Um, yeah, so I'll have a certain amount of things which I'll say in the morning. I'll use my PEMF, I'll do some yoga stretches, I'll go for a cycle. I'll have a training session. So, you know, when it comes to personal life, it it's only enhanced. If I'm doing anything, it's enhanced, you know, because I'm focused on me first and then I've got more energy for other people. Um, yeah, I think that's the easiest way to put it, really. Um, so how do you manage to stay active in the gym? Yeah, that's it. I do it first. You know, a lot of people, they tend to try to fit it at the end of the day. You know, like, for instance, when I go to the gym, let's say on a Friday, I see a lot of people training uh, legs on a Friday or perhaps, no, 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 Thursday seems to be the day. People might train legs on a Thursday 
um, because they're pushing it as close to the end of the week as possible. You know, weekend, they might not train, but they're not going to train legs on the weekend. On a Friday, it's like chest and, and biceps uh, before they go out. Um, you know, pushing the largest muscle group as close to the end of the week as possible. So you see like everybody around the leg machine. I'm like, mm, that's not really optimal. Like the way I see it is over the weekend, most people, they spend a lot of time with family uh, or friends. They go out, they eat a lot. On a Monday, that is the day where you're going to have so much uh, overspill of carbohydrates that you could just use it to utilize a really good, effective leg training session. So, you know, I, I would manage it that way. You know, I'll plan my food um, according, or should I say, I'll plan my training in, in according in accordance with how I've eaten. So that means normally legs would be on a Monday because on the weekend, that, you know, that's my time to chill where I can eat some heavy carb meals and do it that way. But ultimately, training and my health um, starts early in the morning, and then it's just easy throughout the day. If people if people want to meet me, if I've got meetings, if I'm going to spend time with family, I've already dealt with me, so it's not an issue. Okay, I'm sort of lazy in exercising, that's why I'm chubby. <laughs> That doesn't seem to be a question. That's just a statement. Uh, yeah, well, you know, to be honest with you, you can be quite lazy and you don't necessarily need to be uh, overweight, in all fairness. It's just food management. Um, you can eat a healthy diet and not necessarily exercise and maintain a, a relatively good physique. Ideally, it would be good to do something. Now, if you don't go to the gym, that's fine. You can get some equipment that you can use at home. I've done videos before on just like, you know, simple equipment. Um, I've done a video recently on using resistant bands or power bands. So you can just get these elastic band looking things and you can use those while you're at home. But it's mainly about... Mm, yeah, the sorts of food that you're eating. I wouldn't even necessarily say calorie control because not all calories are created equal and you can probably eat a lot more calories of something healthy and your body will respond better. Um, I know there's, there's quite controversial, that subject. Uh, many people say, yeah, but you know, if you have lots of oils, then you'll just put on lots of fat. You can't suggest people to eat lots of fat. Well, you can, you can. It just depends on each individual, your body type and that sort of thing. But if you are lazy, then try and do stuff which is not going to be too much of an effort. Like maybe little walks here and there. You know, if you spend a bit more time walking to the shop or something like that, or just, you know, little ways where you can just add things in during the day. So for myself, sometimes if I'm watching TV with my daughter, I might just uh, do do a few lunges while I'm watching the TV. Um, just, just a few. Don't need to go crazy with it. Just do a few here and there. You can walk up and down the stairs a few times. These all add up. Don't think to yourself, I need to go to the gym. I need to have some 
perfect workout plan <laughs> you know i need to be doing supersets and uh, dtp training and freaking i don't know all sorts of stuff it doesn't have to be that complicated i think the world of fitness does make it out to be that way but you can just find little exercises that you can do at home but the the key the key is consistency so you can just find little things but very consistent and it's a similar thing like little snacking if you think about it you might think do you know what my diet isn't too bad but for some reason i keep putting on fat and then when you analyze it you realize that uh, the little snacking which you've been doing every day you know the single bars here and there you know <laughs> it has all added up that you've end up putting on extra fat so it's the same the other way around you know little bits of exercise here and there you can lose the unwanted fat so just try and be creative on that one okay Mm -mm -mm. I ask you before about your healthy food or how to stay healthy, but I did not ask you about your condition. How are you and how is your beautiful little daughter and do you face difficulties in your life? Okay, that's a few questions. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm great. Um, and my daughter is great too. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing watching her grow up and mature. It's quite fascinating when she shows me new things that she's learned from school or she just watching her personality blossom, in all fairness. Um, I have to I have to accept that this is taking place. You know, she, she's growing up. I mean, she's still only six, but... I see these little changes and sometimes I don't want her to grow up. I'm like, what's that all about? Why did you say that? You know, it's, uh, oh man. Uh, but it's, it's still nice, you know, watching her learn and really trying to develop. It's a beautiful thing, you know, but there are days that are tough. I think patience, um, uh, you know, as a parent, and knowing how to balance discipline with a without applying too much pressure uh, or too much lenience is it's a difficult thing really you know you want to make sure that your child is getting the right discipline so that they can take it on on board their life when they grow up and they have to take on life's challenges but at the same time, you don't want your child to feel as though you are just like you don't care. You know, you mo the moment you see a sad look in their face, it makes you feel pretty bad. <laughs> and you need to, I don't know, it's like you need to feel resilient to it. Or you have to, I don't know, you have to somehow judge what I have done. What, what I've done is good for her own good. Or his own good, you know, depending, you know, if you have a boy or a girl. And you know that you're making that decision based on be being a parent and not based on you being upset, you know, throwing your emotions in it. You know, there's times I'll think to myself, was that too harsh? How am I feeling at the moment when I made that decision? And I might think, hmm, 
Yeah, that's based on feelings. That's not really, she's not going to learn from that. But sometimes I'll think, all right, I need to, I need to be disciplined on something, even though I don't want to do it, but I need her to learn. You know, I might just give her a restriction on something so that she knows, you know, there's there's certain limitations to certain things. Like, I don't know, like maybe sweet stuff, for instance. Um, and, you know, she loves sweet stuff, but I know the dangers of it. I've had tons of fillings and I've had lots of uh, tea fakes in, 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 or two fakes in the past. I don't want her to experience that. Sometimes it's a question of, does she have to experience it to know how bad it is? You know, once she experiences it, then I can tell her about inflammation as well. But for now, all she knows is that sweet stuff tastes good and it's pleasurable. <laughs> um, so it's a tough one with that one. You know, I, I'm not trying to see her have tooth decay and then <laughs> and then tell her, oh, I told you so. You know, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and also trying to give her my undivided attention, even when I have a busy day, because I just want her to know that I love her every minute of the day, even when I'm really busy. And I know sometimes she tries to grab my attention and I've got lots to do, things I need to focus on, and then I need to stop quickly um, just to give her a cuddle, pick her up and um, show her, look, daddy loves you even when he's really busy, you know, and she understands. Um, yeah, but generally, yeah, I face difficulty every single day. I mean, I have 101 things to do and I'm always in arrears of time. <laughs> always, you know, I, I have a, a checklist of stuff to do every day and if I look at it now, I've still got one, two, three, four, five, six, six things which need to overspill to the next day. And I'll have tomorrow's tasks to add on top of that. So, you know, that's more pressure, more pressure, more pressure. And I've got the basic daily stuff I need to do as well. So, you know, such as my my training, my meditation, my yoga, whatever, and you know, taking care of my daughter and, you know, just the typical family life. Um, yeah, but okay. I think, I think that's enough on that one. Do you consider Ayurveda in your lifestyle? Um, hmm. Not directly. I'm not thinking, okay, I need to do some Ayurveda practices. I do know that there are certain things which are kind of in alignment with Ayurveda, um, such as maybe certain herbs, but I don't particularly look into those types of herbs. I just know I have lots of herbs in my foods. Um, yeah. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, yoga, I do practice some yoga. Um, meditation, I do that every night and most mornings. And there's other stuff which I, I'm not too sure of, to be honest. It's not something I'm like, okay, must do this. But it, it, I think it's just, um, if it kind of, 
it, it <laughs> can't think of the word it filtrates no it infiltrates in in some of my daily practices without me really thinking about it is it normal to see pull-ups right normal to see pull-ups and push-ups hard okay is it is it normal that push-ups and pull-ups are hard uh i would say yeah i mean if you don't do if you don't practice strength training or resistance training and this is your way of starting your fitness level it's going to be very difficult it's going to be very difficult to start with and yeah it's it's body weight it's, it's body weight stuff it's body strength stuff and yeah if you haven't built enough muscle through normal strength training it's going to going to be a challenge and you can take it in stages um, you can do, like if you're doing push-ups, for instance, you can try doing it on a decline. So if you lean against the sofa, so yeah, so if you've got a sofa, if you lean against the sofa and do push-ups that way, with your feet on the floor, that's a decline push-up. So it's taking away some of the weight. Um and your body should be at, I don't know, maybe 45 degrees. It just makes it a little bit easier. You can you can also do it on the stairs, um, on, on the countertop, um, you know, anywhere where your body is not directly on the floor, uh, even on the wall, um, and then slowly work your way down. And um, yeah, just see how that goes. That's one way of doing push-ups. I sometimes do push-ups using a, a TRX or a suspension. And it's the same sort of thing. It depends where you position your feet, which will determine the weight in which you're pushing. The, the, the further back you go, the harder it will get. Hope that makes sense if you've used a suspension before. Uh, with pull-ups, I would say... Yeah, pull-ups is probably harder because you're literally trying to lift your whole weight. Now, when I'm working with clients who is not so good with pull-ups, you can use resistant bands. So tie the resistant band on the top of the um, the bars that you're holding onto and place your feet on top of it. And that will take away some of the weight and kind of elasticate you back up. So depending on the thickness of the band will determine how easy or hard it will be. You can get different uh, thicknesses of bands to um, see whatever works with your, your strength capability. That's one way of doing it. You can also work... Uh, doing like a kind of eccentric, focusing a bit more on eccentric. So if you grab the bar, jump up and grab the bar and slowly lower yourself on the eccentric as opposed to trying to pull yourself up, you will still build strength. So you will still recruit muscle whilst lowering yourself down. It is said that it's the eccentric phase which actually builds most of the muscle anyway. So focus heavily on the eccentric and eventually you will be able to pull yourself up on the concentric. 
So yeah, try that way and eventually you'll be doing full on both of them. Why am I exercising and quitting? <laughs> Do you know what? That happens to a lot of people. Even people who have been exercising for years, you know, they exercise and sometimes just one little thing just steps in your life and then you might put off training for a day and then the following week it could be two days and then it's three days and then it's a week and then it's two weeks. It's It, it can easily happen. You know, people who are working, for instance, they've been pulled in for overtime. Normally after work, they will go to the gym, but they can't because they have to work. And then maybe the next day they've been pulled in for overtime or maybe they need to do overtime because they need the money. But because of that, they're unable to train and maybe going to the gym early is not an option. So whilst this is happening, slowly, slowly, they find themselves not training and maybe slowly putting on some body fat. So it's something a lot of people have to try to figure out. What I think is quite important to help you to avoid quitting is to have a short-term and a long-term goal. So short-term can be to lift a certain amount of weight a week or lose a certain amount of pounds per week. And you can keep tracking it on a weekly basis. So this way you'll always want to know that you are continually making progress. Um, <clears throat> have a long-term goal as well. Um, look at what's, I don't know, like how, how you'd like to look in the future. Um, you know, maybe have a photograph of, uh, of, uh, of an athlete or someone you admire. You know, I used to have pictures of lots of Olympia competitors on my wall when I was younger. So I remember as a teen, <laughs> I was motivated by two things. And one of them was all of the competitors that used to compete, they had these astronomically amazing looking bodies. And then there were um, women. So, I mean, I wasn't like going out dating lots of women, but it was like one of those where I was thinking if I had a nice looking body, then perhaps uh, women would be attracted to me. So um, as a teenager, I had pictures of some nice looking women on my wall. <laughs> so I had men and women on my wall, guys I aspired to be, and there were ladies who were attractive. So for me, it was like motivated in both ways. And yeah, I mean, you might not have these pictures up on your wall, <laughs> but um, maybe some pictures on your phone or maybe um, some accounts that you might look at, look at on social media, that might be something to think about. Some people said doing gym or taking equipment will affect you in the future, like making your body jaundice or tremors. What do you say to that? I 
don't think I've heard that before. That is kind of new to me, really. Uh, have jaundice from training in the gym or just using any kind of equipment. I'm assuming the person or people that you've heard that from do not train. Um, I, what I would say to you is do your own research. When you hear stuff like that, just do your own research. I don't, I don't see how lifting or training with equipment it has anything to do with jaundice. I know it's something to do with uh, like where the skin turns a bit yellow. Um, it's something something where you've got like a buildup of too much in the blood, uh, some some yellowish pigment um, that is normally uh, broken down by the red blood cells and it passes through the liver and is eventually excreted out the body. But sometimes uh, if you've got issues with your liver, and I think that's the main problem, then it can happen that, yeah, you, you end up getting this kind of discoloration in your skin. So you, you can even see this in people who have cancer, um, but there's, there's different reasons for it. But yeah, it's normally a liver issue. I don't think it's got anything to do with lifting weights. Um, that is what I would say to that. And tremors, I don't know what you mean, tremors. Um, you might have, sometimes you, you, your muscles might shake normally, you know, if you're tr training excessively, uh, really pushing yourself, yeah, your, your arms could shake, legs can shake, depending what you're working. But um, tremors, um, I think that might be a bit excessive in choice of words, to be honest with you. Best way for recovery. Best way. I would say the best way is sleep. Once you get some high quality sleep and you... Uh, yeah, when you when you sort out your sleep hygiene, making sure that just like what I'm doing right now, wearing blue light blocking glasses, um, making sure I'm not using my mobile one hour before bed, just winding down, getting ready, perhaps playing some some soft music, keeping away from stress, um, leaving a nice gap uh, from eating time and sleeping time. Um, blacking out your room when you go to sleep as well is great for sleep and uh, when you wake up you feel a lot better. Um, another way for recovery is low inflammation foods. So eating foods which are not highly inflammatory uh, such as processed foods, seed oil foods, um, if you have intolerances to certain foods that have maybe uh, lectins, that might be something to look into. For myself, I know certain beans that that I'm, I think I'm intolerant to. I just don't eat it. Oh, sometimes I'll eat it, but not too often. Uh, but I notice the difference when I do eat it. Things which are really high glycemic could be quite inflammatory as well. Um, yeah, so I would say eat uh, 
high vibration foods so like um thing like naturally fibrous foods from fruits and vegetables um try and be in a positive happy not 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 gullible happy but you know good vibes good vibes um that sends positive energy through the body and that just that makes you recover super quick you know um getting out getting some good sunlight um sun is good for vitamin d is good for uh balancing your circadian rhythm also for uh, cellular health for increasing the uh h3o2 water in the body which is known as structured water which is uh, created by the infrared from the sun and it's great for rejuvenation uh, grounding as well reduces inflammation in the body and helps you to get some real quality sleep you can do different biohacking practices there's so many out there now to pick from it's unreal um but some of the basic ones can be all right so i use the apollo nero which is good for the uh, autonomic nervous system so if you want to put yourself in a nice um parasympathetic state then one of those could be really good uh meditation also great for recovery you know relaxing the body um red light therapy uh, that's that's an amazing biohack or uh, sauna dry sauna or infrared sauna post electromagnetic field therapy um cryotherapy uh, there's a ton of stuff loads of things you can do for recovery okay guys well um i believe that is it that is it Thank you very much for your questions. I will put out another Q&A question. And if you guys can give me all the questions you have, I'll do my best to respond to each one. But for now, have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. Any guests which I have on the show really provide some golden nuggets and useful life-changing tips so always feel free to check out their social media platforms or website links, which will be written in the show notes. These shows are financed by my sponsors, so your contributions are always greatly appreciated. Any clickable links with discount codes will not only provide you with the best services, but will help out the podcast too. So thank you. If you do like the Roger Snipe Show podcasts, then why not give it a review? A five star would be awesome. But some great feedback on what you liked about the show or what you would have liked to hear would be helpful too. Until next time.